What's up, Gameheads, and welcome to Glitch Therapy episode number 109. This is a The Last of Us spoiler cast, a.k.a. a side quest. So we're going to be talking about The Last of Us 2, and that's all we're talking about. We're going to be spoiling the hell out of it. Uh, we did a part one a few weeks back, or maybe a month ago, I believe, um, where we had a more structured uh, way that we went about that conversation. We are throwing it out of the window. We are going to just talk about this to our heart's content and talk about whatever, in any order, and so if you haven't played the finish the game or haven't played it at all, you may want to wait and um, maybe play the game and finish it first. Or if you don't care about that and you just want to hear us talk about it, hang out with us and uh, we're going to get right into it. So, gentlemen, you've all finished it. First of all, I'm joined by Ben Dupay and Hello. Al. TJ Hello. is not feeling so hot, so he's not going to be joining us today. So, But uh, I'm sure he'll, he'll share his thoughts next time he's on the show. Gentlemen, you finished the game. What did you think of this game? Ben, I'm coming to you first. What's good? Because I'm, I'm messing with my mic. You're trying to mess with me. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. Mondo's like, hurry up, Ben. Get your shit together. Nah, you're good, man. Um, I've just been excited to talk about this game, man, for like for a couple weeks now. I've had it done. and Because I, I know, Joel, you, you and Ben both had it finished for a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. You guys finished first. I think Ben got it done first, and then Joel sped right past me, got it done, and then TJ and I were both, you know, lagging behind. And I was like, "Screw this! I got to get this this bad boy out of the way." And then I started hammering away on it for a couple, like for a week straight, and I got it done. And here we are. Um, yeah. First of all, with everything you dreamed it would be. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I loved it. I I got the, you know that addict mentality where I you know when I get into something I get into it hard. So I I think I played it over the span of three days or four days. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and it, wow. Yeah, when I when I'm into something, I you know I'm just like in like like I am with Call of Duty right now. You know, I'm just like I dive into it deep. So yeah, man. Um, it was it was amazing it was really fun i I, it's hard to like sort of put my head back in that space because i finished it so long ago but um i've been uh, i've been re-watching some of the gameplay and stuff and and just remembering you know the way the story hit me the i'm I'm so relieved that i can finally talk about the fact that like the game is split into two parts and i didn't know if anyone knew that on our last podcast so i didn't want to like mention that like oh shit like when you start playing as Abby, you're, you know, like, you're like, oh, this is just going to be like a little like side thing. But it's like, no, this is like the second half of the game. You're playing as Abby. And it's like, good. Like, I actually yeah. liked her. I liked her loadout a lot more. Her weapons loadout. And um, she's just a beast. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I very much five stars on this game for me. Five out of five. Ah, five stars. You just jumped way to the review of it right there right at the beginning. I like it. Uh, yeah. Get it out of there. Um, and she had yeah, arms that good. made mine look like twigs. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty. She's pretty swole. Joel, what what were your impressions of the game overall? I mean, you don't have to give a review or anything. We're going to get into all that stuff, and at the end, maybe I'll, I'll give you guys like a chance to throw out a review or something like that. But like, what what are your thoughts on it now that you finish it? Like, are you just like a, a uh, like just a release, or are you you wishing there was more? Or, you know, how are you feeling about it? I can't wait till there's a third game. Um, I was kind of surprised when we switched over to Abby. I was not expecting that. What a, what a turn. Uh, and, and to make us feel everything from the other side, you know, to see Abby's point of view, uh, as opposed to the people that we were supporting in the first game, you know, Joel and Ellie, I just was like, 
I, I thought that I was going to hate Abby and I ended up liking her more than Ellie. Yeah. I think I, we I, all thought the same way about that. Yeah. Mondo, I was just, it was amazing. Yeah. Mondo, did you know that you spent the second half of the game playing as Ellie? Like prior to Abby? doing it? Um, I didn't know that you spent that much Abby. time playing as Abby. I thought at some point you would switch to her point of view for a bit, but I didn't think it would be for half of the game. I thought it would be like, uh, you know, like maybe a segment or two, maybe just for flashback purposes or something like that to give you some context into that character was what I was kind of picking up the vibe from like just seeing trailers and like sneak peeks and all these other little things and these vertical slices that we were catching uh, before the game released. So I was, I, I had a feeling you'd get a chance to like step into her shoes temporarily, but I, I thought it was for a way smaller, you know, context or something like that. But yeah, it blew, it blew my mind to, to get into her shoes. Cause um, like you guys said, I was hating her a lot in the beginning, not knowing her motivations completely and whatnot, other than that, she wanted to kill Joel. And we'd already built a relationship up with Joel from, from the first game, you know, right. Him being the main character in the first game and temporarily in that game, much like I was assuming was going to happen with Abby, you switch over to Ellie just for a little while. Uh, when Joel is in, incapacitated, he's he's knocked out and he's sick and he got to take care of him in the, in the wintertime in the first game. And so you play as Ellie for a little while for a couple segments, but you go back to Joel again at some point. So I figured it would be like that. Um, but yeah, it, it, I, I was thinking like, man, dude, uh, Joel's the guy. We, we know him from the first game where we built a relationship with him and Ellie we sympathize and empathize with him because of what happened with his daughter. And he took Ellie under his wing, kind of like his, 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 you know, foster daughter, if you will, or whatever you want to say, adopted daughter in a way. And to see all that trauma play out. And now we're going to introduce some new antagonists. You're like, you know, fuck these guys right. <laughs> Joe and Ellie all day. Like, you know, but naughty dog does such a great job with storytelling and weaving in these things that it, they they played us like fiddles perfectly. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like they, they got you going in one direction and did a little, ha ha, a little mis, misdirection over here, like a magician and, and showed you something you weren't expecting. And now you're like, wait a minute, are Joel and Ellie the assholes? <laughs> like yeah. that's what I started asking myself. Like, I, I kind of think that they're the assholes. Like they're, they're flipping this on us. So yeah, I love how they played that. It, it was. Yeah. Masterful. Was, yeah. Really good. Really good. Yeah, um, might might be the best story that Naughty Dog's delivered. If if you're asking me, which I I haven't played all of their stuff, but I mean I played all of the uh, Uncharted, Uncharted's, and yeah, I I think this is this hit harder than any other Uncharted or the first Last of Us story did. Yeah, I mean this is way more um, drama filled than Uncharted. Uncharted is more like an Indiana Jones you know action movie. They'll splice in a little bit of romance and a little bit of uh you know feeling in there but this is they they grab you by the by the heartstrings and like by your by by the nads and just kind of steer you around yeah <laughs> they're just like come over get over here and this they keep you um yeah so what'd you guys think of like uh, of abby when you first switched over to her and it was showing her like because i want to say it was like the park wasn't it with with Ali with abby allison alley with abby wasn't it that don't, when you first get to use her, you're her, it's her and her dad, right? Isn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was the part with the ze- the zebra, yeah. right? Yeah. Or the zebra's got the yeah. razor wire. That's yeah. correct. Perfect. Yeah, because you, you see her in the game. You, well, I guess the first time you, you truly play as her is right in the beginning of the game when you're kind of camping out around Jackson looking for Joel, and then you get chased by all those, uh, 
by all the the infected and they chased the them in the snow. Yeah, that was intense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked about that in the first on part one of the uh, of the spoiler cast. Uh, man, I don't know where to start. There's so much stuff that I want to talk about. There's so many things. Um. Number, okay, let's let's start here. Who were some of your favorite characters that weren't Abby, Joel, and Ellie in this game? Ben, I'm coming at you. Who who would you say you enjoyed the most outside of those three main characters? Uh, Lev for sure was a standout for me. Um, and then I really liked. Um, I think it was Jesse, which he was like the Southern Asian kid. Yeah, he was Dina's love interest before Ellie. Yeah, want to say yeah. Yeah, I really liked him. He really reminded me a little bit of um, Glenn from Walking Dead. I don't know mm-hmm. why. He just like, I mean, not just the fact that they're both Asian. They kind of like have similar hair and they're kind of both scrappy. And like, I don't know. I just got that feeling. And this whole this whole game like feels like Walking Dead a little bit. Like it, it's not so much that it's a rip off of it, but it's like, you know. Yeah. Very that same tone. tone. Yeah, and sort of, you know, whenever Negan came along in Walking Dead, people were asking, like, you know, if you had followed Negan's story all the way up to season nine, you would think Rick was the bad guy, you know, and like Negan was a good guy because they both do terrible things. So it's that same like sort of two sides of the same coin type of type of thing that that you see in Walking Dead. Um, But yeah, yeah, definitely Lev was a big standout. I thought that was a really compelling story about the cult and how Lev was transgender and stuff. And like, I I didn't even realize Lev was transgender until Ariel told me that that totally went over my head. I feel the same. Lev was really, he was, he was definitely a great standout character. Um, And I didn't realize it until like, I started picking up on it when you started playing as Abby and Lev was hanging out with you. And they kind of started hinting at stuff like, um, like Lev's sister. Um, I can't think of her name at this moment. Same. Oh, what the hell is that? Yara? Was it Yara? Yara? Yeah, it was Yara. Yeah. Yara yeah. was, you have conversations with her and she kind of, kind of hint at stuff. And then there were things that you, when you went to Lev's, like went to their camp and things like that, that you were having conversations where you pick up on a few things. And then at one point you were in the building going up to the skywalks. And there was a, a point where you could hit the triangle and have a conversation with Lev. And Abby's like, Lev's like, did you hear what they were yelling at me? And Abby's like, yeah. And then she's like, do you want to explain that? And he's like, no. And she's like, okay. And they kind of just leave it. Because one of the one of the enemies that knows who it is yelled out like something. Lily. Forget what it was. Yeah. His, his other, his previous name. And yeah. And so you're like, what? Why they call him that? Mm-hmm. Um. And then, like, it also tied into, like, you know, why he shaved his head and all that stuff, because, you know, and it goes into all that, all of that, which is really well done, honestly. Yeah, I, I thought it was good. I mean, a lot of people, you're going to have a lot of people complain and say that it's politically driven anytime that pops up in a story. But I, I thought, you know, it was told in a really good way, and I thought that it was relevant to the story and stuff. So I, I thought yeah, it was right. a good addition, for sure. Like, like, let's shoehorn this in. It's like, they didn't shoehorn it in, dude. It's like, what? No. what why can't this kind of stuff just be normal in a story? Why, why do we have to make it into a big deal or make it out to be more than, you know, more than what it is that they're, they're trying to shoehorn it in or trying to shove it down your throat. They're not these people. There are people in the world that identify in these ways for these stories, whether it's gay, transgender, 
you know, black, white, whatever. And so char- there should be a, you know, a plethora of characters that covers that gamut of people. So what does it matter? You know, wh- why make a big deal about it if somebody does put a gay character in or a transgender character or, or whatever the case may be? Definitely, man. I mean, like, that's that's what I love about this game is it kind of covers a lot of it's a super diverse game and mm-hmm. people that are bitching about it are mo- mostly white guys and it's like you know like you, you you've had people to look it. up to in video games you've had people look up to in video games your whole life like why shouldn't other like transgender and gay and Asian and women have people to look up to as protagonists in video games too so right I mean like it's, yeah. it's pretty cool that they made sort of shifted that and i i think it also made this game more about the world than any singular character you know and just the how fucked up the, like they could make a third game with new characters and i think it would still fit within the confines of this it felt more real the, the characters felt more alive because they gave them real almost like real personalities you know like real people that you'd meet in the world so i i thought that it was um I don't know. The story really just grabbed onto me and I just couldn't let it go. I played it constantly until I beat it. it took me more than three days though. I'm like Ben. <laughs> yeah. I think it might've been four days or five days. It, it was like within a week of the game. Yeah. yeah. It, it was within yeah, a week. Yeah. You, you, you put it in, you, you did the damn thing, put it in the work. My eyeballs yeah, hurt real, by man. the end. <laughs> well, the way you were playing it, you were playing it like, like you were in the industry and you had, you had a, a deadline to get it done. That's how fast you were going. Uh, Get it done, Larry. Can we talk about this? Can we talk about this fucking dog, though, man? Because that's what got me. (laughs) That's that's what got me on Abby. Like Uh, you, you kill the dog as Ellie, and then you spend the next like three three hours becoming friends with this dog, and you're like, and then that moment where, yeah, and then that moment where Abby kills it, you're like, God damn, that's that's rough like so the thing about that for me was i didn't even realize it was the same dog because when you go to the stadium there's so many dogs and there's a bunch of different names in the cages i don't know if you went by the cages yeah uh because you're in that one cage with the dog and you're playing catch with that one particular dog i forgot the name of it but um later on when you're out and about and you come back to the w uh lf um you come in and they're like, yeah, so-and-so is looking for you. The, the leader, the black guy was looking for him. And there was a bunch of cages. And stuff. like, well, before I go talk to him, I want to wander around and see who wants to talk to me and stuff like that or whatever. And so, you know, the Asian girl was over there playing like the PSP or whatever. Talked to her, talked to another lady. And then I went over by the dog cages and it was like, they're all stacked up. And it was like all these different names, you know, of the dogs. And it's probably like a good, you know, 10 or 12 of them over there. And so I just thought it was just, just another dog. I didn't think about it till later on when I came back there as, as, uh, and when I was sneaking through and then I came back as Abby and I saw the dog on the ground, I was like, wait a minute, I was already it. Oh shit. That was that dog. Yeah. It, it, it happened for me perfectly in that way. I didn't even put two and two together till then. Broke yeah, my then heart. You realize it. Yeah. I killed yeah, that dog. It, it was this, such uh, a dog. So I think it's funny though how <laughs> I'm not I'm not complaining I'm not saying that you, that people can't feel this way but I think it's funny how people get so upset about killing animals more than they do about actual people getting killed because you know. murder so many people in this game like straight up murder like slitting throats stabbing people in the face like shooting people's faces off blowing off their legs with with freaking pipe bombs and shit and and proximity mines and just just murder everywhere just squirting blood everywhere like you're like you're playing outside in a splash pad 
And <laughs> nobody bats an eye. I mean, some people did complain about the violence, but I, it was funny that some people were so mad because you could blow up the dogs. Thankfully, they didn't blow apart that I could tell. I mean, no. I killed a couple uh, with pipe bombs and stuff that I would plant on the ground. And then the guys who would walk by and, you know, I felt bad about it, but it was like, I'm playing a game. I'm trying to get through this. <laughs> I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> right. Uh, but Yeah. My yeah. wife's, my wife's classic with that stuff, man. Like I'll spend an hour killing random innocent people. And the, <laughs> the second that I kill a dog, she's like, I hate this game. And it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's okay. I mean, you know, but I think it falls back to the, like, you know, how animals can't, you know, necessarily, I mean, they can defend themselves, but animals are like more, pure than, than humans, you know what I mean? Like we're we're evil assholes that are conniving and yep. and and manipulative and and you know p- people can be mean. They can torture a dog or an animal where you know an, an animal just going to do what it's doing. Yeah, and dogs Anywho. are loyal. The dog was just protecting them. Yeah. Right, right. Um yeah, well let's 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 get into that section in a little bit because well we guess we didn't finish talking about the characters. You said Lev for you for you Ben. Mm-hmm. Joel, what about you? What character stood out for you that wasn't one of the main three characters in this in the story? Um Well, Lev definitely um Lev definitely stood out for me and his sister Yara because it gave us their viewpoints too. So we got like a third viewpoint that of the, the third faction, um, you know, gave us a little bit more of an understanding of those people. Um, but I liked the, um, God, I can't think of their names right now. Um, there, there was the blonde guy that used to have a relationship with, uh, Abby and then they have sex. Owen. And Owen. Owen. Yes. Owen and his pregnant girlfriend. I like Mel too. Mel, yeah, and then yeah, Owen and Mel were cool, and you know, I remember them yeah, getting killed, and you know, at the end there, and it was much, it was much um, more difficult to to deal with that emotionally than than I thought it would be because I was like, you dicks, you know, you guys suck. Also, uh, right. the, the Hispanic guy, the Latino guy, uh, when he's when, you know in the beginning, oh yeah. He was a friend of uh, Abby's. He spit on uh, Joel. I, w- I totally hated him. But then he was there next to Abby. You're trying to you're trying to survive as uh, the guy sniping at them, you know. And mm-hmm. yeah, Joel's and then, brother. Yeah, yeah and, then, and Tommy was shooting at him. Tommy, yeah. And then he gets you know he gets shot in the head and just dies. I, I felt terrible about that, even though I had that like hate. I, I just hated him at first. Until you got to know him, and then you know the the game is just full of gray area. It's like you think yeah. you think someone's a bad guy, but I don't know. The bad well, guys the game have their own side, man. It's just perspective. All they're doing yeah. is showing you one side and going, "Oh, what about this?" And then like, "This is why this person did this." Because oftentimes in life, you don't get to understand why somebody did what they did. You go into yeah. a grocery store and see some lady flipping out at the ga- cash register. You're just like, oh, that lady's a bitch or that person's an asshole or that person's this, you know, and they're not justifying being shitty to a cashier, but you never know what just happened to that person before that happened. Maybe they went through some really traumatic shit. Maybe they're, you know, they just lost a relative or lost their significant other or something like that. And they're really dealing with it in the wrong way. 
And there's always some stuff that leads up to those things, but we don't always, you know, get get the opportunity to understand or see all that stuff that led up to that moment. So we just see the moment and go, oh, what a disgusting person. Well, a lot and of then, times, you know, you go from there. But bad guys, sometimes think they're, they're not bad guys. They anyway. think they're good guys. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah. most most villains think they're doing a good job. I mean, look at Thanos. I mean, he thought he was doing the world a favor, the, the galaxy a favor. So, mm-hmm. you know, but flip that coin over. All villains are the heroes of their own story. So yeah, Boom. there it yeah. is. Yeah, the part, they, the part where they killed Jesse too, man, that was like came out of nowhere. It was like God, wow, holy yeah. shit. Well, well, think about this. Um, a lot of that stuff was parallel. I mean, a lot of the things that happened to Ellie, if you look at it, happened to Abby too. It was all parallel. Yeah, and then all they did was try to one up each other as far as revenge. They just kept trying to re- like, I'm gonna revenge. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck you over back. You know. Uh, when is this going to end? Um, but yeah, I, I have to, have to agree to go, to go back to the original question. I agree with you, Joel. I liked Owen a lot. That was going to be my pick as well. But since you already picked him and you already picked Lev, so those two are taken off the table. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Dina. Um, and the reason being, because I felt like she kind of kept Ellie grounded and that's why I picked, that's why I was going to pick Owen too, because he kept Abby grounded Mm-hmm. And, you know, like a lot of those flashback scenes with, with Abby and Owen were great. I liked him because Owen was like the more like the adventurous, like, Hey, let, don't worry about it. We got, and Abby's like, we got to get back. We got PT tomorrow. We got, we got to work out. We got, we got work, you know, blah, blah, blah. We got to do this. You know, she's all, all, all work and responsibility. Owen's like, don't worry about it. Check this out. Look at this. Look at these things, you know? Yeah. And he's like, I'm like a big kid mm-hmm. who wants to just enjoy some of their time together. And so that's kind of like how I felt like Dina was at times too, where Ellie was always in her head and Dina was kind of like, Hey, don't worry about it. You know, and trying to goof off around her and like make, get her to lighten up. So I like that, 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 that other side of the coin, as far as just somebody's personality and their emotions and stuff. So it was cool to see those two characters doing that kind of stuff. Uh, Owen, did you guys ever watch almost famous? Um, I remember that movie. That was a movie, right? Yeah, you remember the kid from Almost Famous, the journalist kid. Yeah, yeah, that's that that, him. Yeah, that's that actor. One. Nice. Yeah, and he was uh he was also in a lot of other. St- he, I mean, he's he was in uh the show Outcast that was based on a Robert Kirkman comic. But he's he's been in all kinds of stuff. He's a really great actor, so I liked him a lot too. Yeah. Awesome. So now with knowing who your favorite characters were that weren't Ellie, Abby and, and Joel, who did you hate the most by the end of the game? <laughs> Which Ellie. you said you hated the most. I hated Ellie. You couldn't take. Yeah. 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 I think that just wouldn't give decision. it up. Yep. This evil yeah. circle of violence. It just, she wouldn't give it up. Wouldn't yeah. stop. I found myself really pissed at Tommy. Honestly, this yeah, is same. the reason why. Cause he talked to her. Uh, they were living in that house. Well, they were living in that house and they were fine. Well, that, but, but even beyond that, this is the reason they were living in that house. Everything's fine. They're goofing off and having a good time and they're living their life. It's over. Let it go. Abby, let it go. Ellie went back and stayed with Dina. They have the baby, you know, JJ and all that stuff. And then here comes Tommy and he's like, she owes me. She made me a promise. Now that's fine and all that. He said all that stuff. What pissed me off when I started thinking about it more after I finished it, I was like, when she goes to Santa Barbara to, f- to fulfill that promise to Tommy, where was Tommy? 
Mm-hmm. Think about that. Tommy didn't go with her. You didn't see him the rest of that game. There's no indication that he was like somewhere else in Santa Barbara helping her out. He wasn't on a walkie. He wasn't on a boat somewhere waiting for her, rendezvousing, none of that shit. He just didn't, he wasn't around. So, like, I was like, well, if, you know, if, unless Ellie did it on her own, but they didn't give any context to that. So it pissed me oh. off about Tommy doing that, number one, coming into her home and then getting her riled up and then making her feel guilty to do that stuff. And then, then she lost her family because of it. Ultimately, it's Ellie's fault, but I didn't like how Tommy triggered it and then didn't even bother to help her do it. Yeah. Well, I think didn't Tommy say that he couldn't do it, so she needed to finish it? Because well, he was why all injured. He do it? I don't recall that. He was injured severely. He got shot. You know, I think he got shot in the head and he got shot in the leg or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Abby, I don't know. Abby shot him up. Yeah, I mean, because when he comes to visit, he kind of has like a little bit of a hobble and his eyes a little shut and stuff. But or was it closed all the way? I don't remember if he had one eye or not. But I think he. Yeah, I think I'm thinking about like if he. Yeah, Partially. I don't know. I'm like, if he wants it done that bad, why not go with her? And, right. Or, or give us some context that he isn't going for whatever reason, and Ellie told him to stay back or something like that. It, just, it seemed like he just came in, kicked the hornet's nest, and then just rolled out. Well, he he's not going because he has a wife and she doesn't want him to go. But it's like Ellie has a wife too, so it's yeah. you know it's kind of hypocritical for him to be like, well, I can't go because of my wife, even though Ellie has the same reasons, you know, and a kid, which Ellie arguably has more reasons to stay behind than he does. Right. He was just I a mean, selfish also, prick. Was, yeah. I mean, but it's, it was his brother, so you got to put yourself in his shoes a little bit. You you know, you'd want revenge, but why, why not try to get some of it yourself? I don't know. Yeah. But also, he was the one when you when you are Ellie and you finish up that last day three as Ellie, um, and you kill Owen and you kill Mel and realize that Mel is pregnant. Uh, Ellie throws up all over the floor and everything. Tommy comes in shortly thereafter and like, okay, we're done. We're done with this. You know. But that was until Abby went on her little rampage and killed some more of their people. And so I was like, Tommy's like on this little flip floppy bullshit. <laughs> he was like, okay, we're done. We killed enough of their people. You're done. And then it comes back later on like, you ain't done. You, you promised. It's like, what is this? Tommy, you fuck face. So yeah, he's my pick. I didn't like Tommy in this at all. I get it. I get his motivations and everything. But I felt like he was just being like kicking the hornet's nest and then not upholding his part. I mean, even though he did t- go off on his own in the beginning, that's who you were trailing the entire time as Ellie, you know, it was Tommy um, doing this thing, torturing people, getting information and stuff. So, so some inconsistencies there, maybe in story, uh, they didn't really explain that. Uh, no, I felt like there, yeah, might yeah. Been, there might've been some inconsistencies in the storytelling there because they didn't really explain that part about, you know, I mean, he says, no, we're done. And then he comes back and he's like, no, go get him. You know, it's like, right. I don't know. I think that part was because, you know, Abby, they showed her taking out a bunch of their people and stuff too. So maybe that r- filled the rage meter a little bit. And he had, he was like, all right, we got to get, we got to one up her now. We got to fuck them up some more. Ellie, go do it. I'm going to go home and have a cup of coffee with my wife and, and, <laughs> and relax. It's like, what is this? So human. Um, yeah, some bullshit is what that is. Uh, yeah, so about Mel, since we brought Mel up, you said you liked her. I thought Mel was kind of an asshole. 
personally. Like she, I know she was looking out for Owen and she was weary of, uh, you know, of, of Abby cause they had a thing. And so she's kind of like looking around like the second girlfriend kind of thing. Like, Hey bitch, I, you, <laughs> I see you, <laughs> you need to back it up. You over here trying to get in his ear, you know, I know he has a weak spot for you. You need to get on your way, get on your, get on your broomstick and fly out of here. Get out of here. Well, she did um, screw him again while they were. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> Mel's, Mel's, Mel's worry was, was, was warranted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you will. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I thought that was like. Like, how did Ellie not know she's pregnant? Like, did she just think this this really small woman is just walking around with a big ass beer gut? Like, what are we doing? Did you need to unzip the jacket to see that she was pregnant? You didn't need to. She's walking around with this giant beach ball under her jacket. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they kind of played it. I don't know. I was like, I was seeing it go in that direction because, like, you they kind of played it like she she was wearing a big enough jacket that you wouldn't be able to tell. Right. I'm not sure that Ellie carried it at that point. She was so angry and completely out of control with her emotions, just wanted revenge. And that's all that mattered to her. She didn't really think it through. You're you're cutting out pretty bad, Joel. Uh, I said, I don't think that Ellie was thinking like clearly at the time. I think she was so angry, you know, and she was completely out of control with her emotions. And she was just like, I don't care. I'm just going to get revenge no matter what the cost. Right. I mean, that was the thing for both of them. They just kept leapfrogging it, you know, just one, just one up in it, one up in it. I think what made me the most angry at Ellie, though, was at that point where where Abby is like, we're done. It's over. And then Tommy came back. And you're thinking to yourself, the entire time when I was playing the game and my daughter was watching, Taylor was watching it, and we're both just like, just don't do it. Just stay home with Dina and JJ. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you leaving it at all? Um, fuck Tommy. You don't owe him anything. You've murdered who how many people in the name of joel and for for your you know uh for your friends and whatnot you've done way more than you need to do i think you should be done and abby gave her an out and said she's like i like when they had the confrontation in the theater later on she's like i gave you a chance i left you alone you had to come back and fuck this up and now now i gotta kill more of your people and we're gonna do this you know now this is when this shit flipped on its ear for me when you <laughs> when you are Abby and you run into the theater, that theater fight was the shit because the entire oh, time I was God. so, I was so like, like emotionally, I didn't know which way to go. You know, I was just like, Oh no. I was like, oh, I know why Ellie's doing this, but I'm Abby and I like Abby more than Ellie at this point a little bit. And it's like, what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> no. And Ellie's using her, her, her perks against you that you were using earlier in the game, like putting her little pipe bombs on the ground and stuff that killed me one of the times. Cause I was sneaking around trying to find her and, and she put one down. I didn't see it and she killed me. So it was just funny that she was using the stuff that you used earlier in the game against you. Right. It was so well done. Yeah. Like man, when you switch to Abby, like it's a really big cliffhanger. Right. And then I, I at first was like rushing through Abby stuff, before I realized it was like half of the game, I thought this was going to be a quick thing. So I was like kind of rushing through it to see what happened. And then you, you start to realize like, Oh shit, this is going to, this is going to be a while. So, and yeah, by the end of it, you're, you know, you're where you are or whatever, but um, yeah, it's, it's pretty, that, that theater fight was really well done. Really, really nice sort of lynch yeah. for the story. I agree. I died um, a couple times. In the- <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
in that same vein, you just you just feel your you just find your found yourself throughout the the last quarter of that game doing a bunch of stuff, probably the last half I'd say doing a bunch of stuff you didn't want to do. The first big thing that I, that I had to do that I didn't want to do was when you went after Nora and you kill her in the hospital, and she, you you already fell into the spores down below. She's breathing them in. I think her name was Nora. And you're chasing her down through the hallways and shit and everything. And then you finally catch her. She's at that door. She can't get through. And she's breathing the spores in. She's like, she doesn't have long. And so Ellie's tortures her. She basically beats her in the head and, t- and asks another question and beats her and beats her. And you have to do it. Like your hand stays in the air above her head with a, with a square next to it. Like you going to do it or not? And you can't wait it out. It won't let you skip it. You have to. I tried. <laughs> I just yeah, you just you try to sit there, and there's other moments like that, obviously. Yeah, like the last fight and some of that stuff where you're like, you got to keep on beating this person in the face. Like, I don't want to do this until they make it go away. <laughs> do you so, so bad? Jumping to the end, um, just curious. Do do you guys wish that they would have given you a choice on whether or not you were going to kill Abby in the end? Because I like I found myself in that last fight, sort of like pausing a lot to try not to get into a fight with her. I, yeah. I just I kind of wish they would have given us a choice, and then just been like, you know, hey, the official ending is she lived, and you know, but like we thought it would be cool to give you a choice. I don't know because it was like the whole story was like showing you two sides of the same coin or whatever, and it was it would have been interesting to give the player like a choice, you know, a choice to yeah. choose which side they're with or whatever. Oh, it wasn't an RPG, though. Um, I think it would have been cool. It's not yeah, the story. I think, would, right. I think it would have been cool to give it a choice, but if you had done that, though, then it would have made it tougher to, like, make the next one if they do make another one. Yeah, I think Yeah, so. I mean, I yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. I just, like, obviously, they told an amazing story, and I'm not, like, anyone to tell them how to do it better or whatever. I just it was, like, you know, I found you mm-hmm. found yourself, like, pausing in fights, like, Man, are you gonna, yeah. like? Damn, are you, are you gonna make me kill this person? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing as Ellie. Of the, emotion, sorry, say that. What, go again, Joe. What's that? Playing as Ellie at the end, fighting. You know, I I was like, just kill me, kill me, Abby. <laughs> Why can't you just <laughs> let it go, Ellie? You bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it was it was definitely a range of emotions. Um, going through that camp to go find Abby at the end when you're in Santa Barbara and she's in that, 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 that camp where she's held prisoner. You, you want, you fight your way through that whole place. And then you get to the poles where everybody's hanging up there and you let those, uh, those prisoners out. And they're like, yeah, I think she's down, down the way on the beach. She's on the beach. So you get down there and you see one of the bodies with the, the braid blowing in the wind. You're like, Oh shit, she's dead. She's up there. She's dead. And then you get over there and you're like, Oh, that's not her. And you turn around and you find her, and that took my took my took my breath away a little bit because I was like, "Oh shit, she's been up here for a minute." Like, because yeah. you don't realize in in the in the in in the game time, time has passed. A lot of time has passed. You know, I mean, think about how long it had probably took Abby to get from Seattle all the way down the coast to Santa Barbara, uh, California, and then and then just to find you know get hints and find her and everything. It's probably been at least a month. No, it's you know what I mean? At least. at least. Yeah, at least, man. So she's sitting up there and 
it's, it was such vi- great visual storytelling to just see her up there. And then she comes down and you were like, cause the entire game, all you've been thinking about Abby is like, man, look at this, this, this awesome woman with these guns and she's like in control and she's strong and all these, you know, these awesome positive things about her. And then they took all those things that you knew about her away, her braid, which yeah. was like her trademark. You, you saw her braid be shorter when she was younger. You saw it longer when she's older. It was always blown in the wind. It was one of those things like somebody like Indiana Jones's hat, you know, you yeah. know, the hat when you see the hat. So it was like that for me. And then they took that away. They took away her muscles and her hat. I mean, her hat, (laughs) her braid. And it was like, holy shit, they have stripped her of her identity in some way. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So she didn't have it. So in a way for me, I was watching, I was like, man, they, they've stripped her of identity and and took the fight out of her literally to the point where she's like, I'm, I don't, I don't want to fight you, dude. I'm good. And when I had to fight her in that water and we all had to do it, yeah, my heart just dropped. My daughter and I were like, "Oh my god, I don't want to fight her, dude. I don't want to fight Ellie. You, you asshole, just let her go. Yeah. Let her go. She's been through enough." I was crying no. during that fight. Yeah, yeah, I, I, so bad. I definitely there were a few points in the story where I, Joel dying, I like definitely welled up a little bit. That, mm-hmm. that was a cry point for me. I agree. I agree. Same, but. Uh, that that last fight was brutal. I mean, we haven't talked about it in full yet, but I thought Ellie was going to let her go. And then you see her sitting there and she's like, and Ellie's pretty messed up herself. You know, she had already, she, she'd gotten stuck on that tree in that trap that pulled her by her leg in Santa Barbara. And she swung into the tree and it jammed right into her side. So she was already bleeding out basically before that. Yeah. Uh, she'd had a bunch of encounters up to that point. She's, she's pretty messed up. And they're both not in any shape to, to have this this fight. I don't even know how Abby even defended herself well enough to fight Ellie, being as weak as she probably was from hanging up there with no food and water and stuff. It's just yeah. uh, just reliving that in my mind. It was like by the time I got done with the game, I was like, yeah, I think I'm, I'm good. I'm really good. I'm I'm done. I don't know how Jose's playing them back to back. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's exhausting emotionally. It's so it's, heavy. It's the last of us overload. So we're going to have to like definitely give him like a, a five minute review for him to like, tell us about it in depth, what he thinks and whatever. We have to have him get some stuff ready for that. And so we can talk about it, but wow. Just yeah. wow. Um, going back a little bit, what were one of the, some of your guys' favorite areas to, 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 to explore through or fight through um, or with like some memorable middle. I can't say it. Uh, some moments that you love the most, you know, out of the game and areas you love the most. You guys, think of anything that comes to mind. If you need a moment, I can get, tell you what mine are off the top. Um, yeah, what are yours? Um, I enjoyed Santa Barbara, honestly. It was a change of pace from Seattle. Yeah. Uh, not really a change of pace, but a change of scenery. Uh, with Seattle being always wet and rainy, typically, when I thought about it later, I was like, man, Seattle was just that. It was it was Seattle. It was wet and rainy and gloomy all the time and clouds and 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 all that stuff, which I love because I love I love a good thunderstorm and rain and all that stuff, even in real life. But I was like, man, getting to Santa Barbara where it was sunny and there was a beach there and all these villas and stuff near, near the near the coastline. And it was like, OK, this is a nice change of uh, scenery for me to kill all these clickers <laughs> so I can do more murder uh, in another area. 
so I like that. I also liked a lot of the snowy areas in the early part of the game and just like walking. I found myself walking between the trees and just kind of brushing them on purpose to see the snow fall off of them. Um, and the rivers, the, all the water areas look, looked amazing, especially when you finally got to swim in the water and, and go through those. So those are fun. And then the last one that I liked a lot was the arcade area. Of course, being gamers, uh, being a gamer myself, I loved the arcade. It was cool walking through that and then to get the surprise of the floor breaking out from under you. And now you're stuck in this bottom of this arcade with this big ass bloater monster oh yeah chasing you around i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god yeah. i'm trying to run away my, my my kids are watching me try to run from this thing uh so i would let, I would let gia watch sometimes but if it got too messed up like gia you got to go in the other room dude this is not for you <laughs> uh, but those are some of my favorite areas and moments um that i enjoyed what about you guys i like the aquarium uh the museum what say that again i like the aquarium and the museum Mm-hmm. Um, I just that thought was, that was great. I just thought it was really cool on how Owen was like being a kid in the aquarium, and uh, I liked the birthday. Was it Ellie's birthday where she was taken to like a museum? It was a short part. I think yeah, it was Joel that took her to like a, a museum. She got to see like the oh dinosaur. yeah yeah, and the flashback when they yeah, when she they get putting her hats on. Oh, like, I'm sorry, dinosaur. keep going. I couldn't hear um, you. Um, I think it was. Uh, Joel kept putting the, not Joel, Ellie kept putting the hats on the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, that was also the same area where they get into the, where they got in the spaceship. And that, that, that moment was, it was a huge moment. Yeah. It was, uh, it was really, it was really cool to see them sit in there and him kind of help her out with the headphones and let her hear the space launch and everything in her head with the, with the helmet on. It was, it was a really uh, nice moment. Yeah, I like that. I and I yeah. like the hospital. Yeah, nice. That place was rough, especially with a giant monster in the basement. Yeah, what about you, Ben? Um, you know, I, I surprisingly, I think this game really shined in like you guys, your favorite spots have all been interiors. Um, and I thought this game really shined with its interiors. I, I think the exteriors were cool, uh, but the, the interiors were just incredible. The arcade was amazing. The music store was amazing. I really enjoyed, yeah. I really enjoyed when you were going across that giant bridge that was built across buildings in Seattle. Like that was a really cool thing because you're, we- oh, you're yeah, weaving was- in and out of the tops of these skyscrapers and there's all this graffiti on the walls and stuff. So. They did so good with the interiors on this game that I, you know, you just want to explore everything. I found myself going yeah. to every single building, just wanting to look around because it was so meticulously designed and well laid yeah. out. That, and this, to speak to that, there's so many people that miss stuff. You know, how many people, you know, how many people that we know that missed the music store and didn't get to hear Ellie uh, do her rendition of "Take on Me." with the guitar yeah people like, i told people about that and they're like what the, she did what what were you talking about i was <laughs> like yeah there's a music store in seattle day one when you're on the horse with dina and you're exploring and you can go wherever you want pretty much i went through every crack and crevice of that place on purpose i think i might have missed one spot and i don't know where it was i think it might have been somewhere near that waterfall area or something like that near the, the wlf door that you'll eventually get the code and go through but i think it was someplace over that way maybe but I combed that place top to bottom 
And when I got to that scene, I thought that was really cool. And the fact that some people missed it, I think TJ missed it. Yeah, he did. I was like, no, like really? That was so cool. Cause I did not, I did not see that coming. So yeah, I think you're right. Also, that was a great reminder about the skywalk up there with, with Lev and the entire time he's giving Abby shit. Cause she's like, she's like so uncomfortable and so scared, which I would be too. I mean, you're like in this, you're, you're going across skyscrapers on planks of wood. Yeah. Number number two, how'd they make that shit? Like, let's be honest. It's awesome. Like, <laughs> like who's made, who built this? I, uh, I, I, I don't know. Did anyone notice that? Like, okay, so I, I was I was reminded of Joel and uh, Ellie with Lev and Abby's dynamic. Like, the they kind of have the Satan dynamic where Lev gives her shit. I also found it funny that in the first game, uh, Ellie was afraid of water. And in the second game, Abby is afraid of heights. It's just like sort of same, you know, different. Yeah, you know, they both have their fears and they're both kind of similar or whatever. But it's it's just kind of funny. They're very similar. I mean, you, I mean, Dina's pregnant for Abby on that side. Mel is pregnant on the other side. So it's like, there's all, there's so much of the pe- very parallels, you know, especially like with, with like Jesse getting shot as he comes through the door. And then I forget the other guys, the, the Hispanic guy's name was Abby's friend. He got Manny. killed the same way. He's having a comp. What's his name? Manny. Manny. Yeah. He, yes. Yeah. Thank you. He, when you guys are dealing with the sniper, he sticks his head out and, or is, is talking all of a sudden. Poof, and you're like, oh shit, you know, that, that catch, they caught you off guard with that stuff. Um, but there's so many little parallels like that, you know, Joel for her and then Abby's dad for her, you know, there's a catalyst for both people and, and they're both dealing with all this trauma and stress and everything and, and, and dealing with their past and, um, yeah, it, it was, it was nice to see Abby's arc and Ellie's arc both come to fruition at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I liked as the arc was building and coming to its apex was when you're with uh, your Abby and you're with Lev. And this was one of the favorite things I heard. One of the, the things that I liked the most that I heard uh, the conversations they would have. So you get down that warehouse area that's kind of flooded. There's a bunch of water in there and stuff because mm-hmm. you're working your way towards where Owen is and everything. Cause you're going to go get medicine. I think it was, or was it before that? I can't remember, but um, you get done, and this is when this is when this is when Abby is starting to kill her own people because Yara got killed. Yeah, and you're on the run from from the wolves now, and you kill all these wolves, and you get done with the fight, and then Lev's go. Lev's like, man, you you killed a lot of wolves. Those are your people, and she goes, you're my people now. Yeah, because like like damn, like damn, like she really flipped on that shit. You know, that was like a powerful thing that stuck in my mind because they were yeah. like having this conversation. Like, you killed all your people, and and he's like, she's like, no, I didn't. Now you're my people. It doesn't matter. It's, it's me and you now. Let's go. And you can kind of see left, like, okay, shit. Okay, well, yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just. Just seeing uh, Yara get killed too in that fashion, I was not expecting her to 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 take to to take a you know an, an L, um, that close to the end of the game. But I mean, it makes sense. But I didn't see it coming though. You know, where they came out there, they were fighting. I was like, oh shit, she's gonna die. She's gonna die. And then she gets shot. She's on the ground, and you think she's dead. And then all the wolves come in, and then um, I forget Abby's boss's name, the, the the black guy. I kept calling him Morgan Freeman because he kind of looked like him, but heavier. <laughs> he kind of reminded me uh, of a, a mix between Morgan <laughs> Freeman and Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. You call him Morgan Whitaker or, <laughs> or Forrest Freeman. Freeman. Yes, there it is. Forrest Freeman. Forrest Freeman. Um, 
but yeah, so he's he's like, hey, you put the gun down and let us deal with 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 the scar, and we'll we'll you know we'll deal with you later as far as your punishment or whatever. And she's like, no, and he's like, puts his gun in her face. He's like, you got three seconds to make a choice: either you stand in the way, I'm gonna shoot you, or you're gonna get out of the way. And she's like. Look, man, you ain't going to shoot me. And if you are, then go ahead and just do it because I'm not getting out of the way. And he counts down. And all of a sudden you hear a gunshot go off. So I thought Abby might have got shot in the shoulder or something like that. It's not going to kill her, I figured. And they blew it. They blew Forrest Freeman's face off, dude. He already <laughs> yeah. shoots him in the back of the head, dude. I was like, oh, man. And then they just riddled her with bullets. <laughs> you know, and she's just shaking like she's, you know. Yeah, uh, so many moments like that. It's like holy shit. I'd like pause a minute and go, man, that was intense. You know. Yeah, yeah. Jim did really, really good about sort of setting up some big bads and then being like, no, there are no big bads. Like misdirection. You know, you know, it's like there, there's the leader of the cult, and then there's Forrest Freeman, and you know, they set up like, oh, okay, this is going to be the bad guy. And there, every time, it's like, no, there are no bad guys or good guys in this game. They're just people. Um, yeah, one of the things I found so appealing about it. Yeah, it really makes sure. you think. Definitely a lot of misdirection, a lot of misdirection, a lot of thinking, a lot of uh, stuff to to take with you when you're done. What were you saying, Joel? No, it's just it's it's a game that really makes you think. Yeah. And I think that's what they wanted. For sure. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, you it's definitely something that you know, I think they they probably and it's impossible to talk about this game without talking about the way the world reacted to it. I, I'm sure that there was some part of them that understood how people were going to react to this story, right? Oh, like, hell yeah. I'm sure, sure they knew writing this and putting this out, like we're going to get a lot of hate for this. And, and I kudos to them for fucking going full on with their vision for it and not holding back. Cause they, they did really well at that. Mm-hmm. Who's uh? so I got to ask who's, whose weapons loadout Did you guys like the most? I, I liked, uh, I liked uh, Abby's the most. Yeah, I would agree with you. I enjoyed Abby's. One thing I was missing, though, from from Abby's loadout was just being some of the things that Ellie could do, like putting the bombs on the ground and then luring people to them. Yeah. Uh, Where where Abby was more hands on about stuff like she was getting up in personal, like Ellie's going to shoot from a distance, maybe stick you with a with a shiv or whatever, which thankfully they didn't make you have to like have those break anymore. You just made them and they were good. Right. Cause that Ellie, I think Ellie, you had just the shiv period and you can use it as much as you want. And then Abby, you had to create some, but Abby was a hands-on boy. She was just punching fucking <laughs> clickers in the face and just smashing them on the ground and curb stomping them. I was like, yes, get in there. Let's do it. Rock em, rock em. Uh, yeah, it was good in that sense, but hey, I have to go with Abby to answer your question. Yeah, I like the yeah, and just to cut in real quick, what I liked the most about Abby's was the crossbow versus the uh, bow and arrow. I thought that was that was cool. Sorry, Joel, what were you gonna say? No, I was just agreeing. You liked Abby's the most. Too? I yeah, like you gonna say anything else? Like, <laughs> just I disagree and then pause. Yeah, give, give us some more. Like, why why do you disagree? No, I'm not disagree. I agree. Oh, you agree? Okay, sorry. I thought you said you disagree. I'm like, and then you just sat there. I was like, you got to give me something else. You can't say why. You got to tell us why. Yeah, yeah I, um, I liked I liked her in the face type of fighting style. She would just get in there and start swinging. 
Yeah, she was brutal. That's why when I was thinking about their earlier fight, when Abby is fighting uh, Ellie in theater, there's a couple of times where Abby clocks her real good. And Ellie's not a big a big girl at all, a big woman. She's a, a smaller woman. And so there's a, there was a, a, a punch in particular where Abby just clocks her with like a just a, a right like hook kind of cross kind of thing across her face. And, and subsequently, Ellie has a, a cut on her lip. <clears throat> excuse me, a cut on her lip for the rest of the game later on. You see it healed, but there's a, a cut on her lip from when Abby punched her really hard in the theater and she had the bloody lip. Uh, but I was like, dude, Taylor and I look at each other um, and we're like, dude, she would be laid out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Abby clocked like that with just a right hook. Abby Taylor, I mean, not Taylor, Ellie would be gone. She'd be just night, night, sleepy time. <laughs> yeah. Game over. It was like uh, Hollywood. Yeah, so many good. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, man, I'm trying to think of anything else we haven't covered yet. Anything we that we were like, I mean, there's so much stuff. We could easily do a third spoiler cast and just hit more stuff that we missed. But, I mean, I'd rather tackle it all while we're here. I'm sure are any of our listeners, Tanner, anybody who's playing the game, I don't think Tanner's playing. I think he's, I think he's balls deep in... Um, Animal Crossing still and or Pokemon. So, you know, teach their own Tanner. You douche play some last of us two and one. If you haven't uh, trying to think of anything else that we're missing, like any, any other key moments that we haven't really touched on that, that, that made us feel away or not characters, not key moments as much as just um, predictions for a last of us three. Would you guys want to see it centered around Abby or Ellie or someone different? Or, I mean, if you could, like, just have your dream game uh, for Last of Us 3, what would that look like? Uh, You go first. I'd like to see one that's based around Abby. Because I really liked her character, and uh, I'd like to see more of her. Yeah. Okay. I would say Abby as well. Um, I want to see more of the conversation with her and Lev. Lev and her, the, their banter, their conversations and whatnot, they're so different. And just the whole Scar versus the wolf background that they both bring to the table. I mean, just some of the things they were talking about, like there was one point when you first get Lev in, in, to, to go with Abby and they're inside of one of those buildings and you're looking at something on the wall. And I think it was a calendar or something like that. And Lev's like, what is that? Because there's so many times where Lev's like, what is that? What is that? Because he was born before, you know, after the world was already fucked. So a lot of the things that, that Abby and Ellie and everybody, is, and, you know, they, they see and enjoy and they have uh, moments where they reminisce or see something like, oh, I remember these or these cards or whatever and stuff, whatever. But with Lev, he's he's always like, what what is what is that? Or what does that mean? And so there was one point where that happened. I can't remember exactly how the joke went, but uh, Abby makes a comment back and she's like, what? She's like, how did you like, what, what are you like eight? And he goes, I'm 13. <laughs> <laughs> like, like all upset that she like downed his age so far, like just stuff like that. A whole game of that would be great. Yeah. Um, and just having that odd couple kind of situation for them to play off of each other. And then maybe even splice in a little bit of Ellie, because I don't want her, her to be gone yet because now she's a nomad and to some degree like does she go back to jackson does she go looking for dina um is she gonna go looking for you know some other situation that we're not aware of that naughty dog could write in there they left it so open uh what are her motivations now you know um because she's lost everything you know you know what so i like is she get- oh go ahead 
I was going to say, and she can't even like, like one of the things too, that's really poetic about Abby is that fact that she lost those two fingers in that fight. She got her two fingers, two of her fingers bitten off by Abby in that final fight. They put such an emphasis on Ellie and the song that Joel taught her on the guitar. Mm -hmm. And now at the end of the game, I thought it was really poetic and like a turn of fates that at the end of the game, after all of her bullshit and, and all of her like, I can't let this stuff go. Now she can't even do one of the simplest things that she was taught. And that's play the song that Joel, the person that she was trying to get revenge for the entire game. She can't even simply play the song he taught her because she couldn't let it go. And she got two of her fingers bitten off. And now she can't play the chords right because she's missing two fingers at the end of the game. That resonated with me so hard with Taylor and I, I was like, dude, she can't play the song now. Yeah, at the very end of the game, you see her in the in the house with Dina and everybody gone. I was like, "Wow, how way to bring it back full circle." Everything has they a price. Yeah, so, whew, that's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. There's so much more stuff, but before we wrap up, unless you guys have anything else you want to bring to the table, I thought it'd be fun to do a little something, such as read some of the reviews for the game. And I don't want to read just any reviews because there's a lot of 90, like, like 100 reviews or 10s and all that stuff. Like the highest praise for this game, which it totally deserves. It's a great, it's a great game. And I think if you played the first game, play the second game. And if you haven't played either of them, get, get what are you doing? Get it done. Stop playing other stuff. Play this game. Uh, but I think it'd be fun to <laughs> read a few of uh, the bad reviews and people's unreasonable like thought processes and expectations on this game <laughs> and their bullshit complaints. Cause some of these are bullshit. Sure. So I'm just going to scroll through. I didn't pluck any of them in general uh, necessarily. I just grabbed, saw a couple here that were like low scores. Like people gave this game a zero out of a hundred and shit, like twos and stuff, which I thought was ridiculous. Uh, but Metacritic? I think it'd be funny to, yeah, just Metacritic and stuff like that. Like one of these is really, really, really long. And I'm not going to read that one, but some of these are just. <laughs> uh, so one of the people, uh, this uh, uh, Mr. Loco uh, wrote on here, Naughty Dog has disappointed me. Uninteresting plot. Meh gameplay. Graphics is good, though. Compared to the first game, this is absolute trash. Shouldn't have bought this game. I shouldn't have bought this. 12 out of 18 people found this helpful. It's like, what are you talking about? So we know that guy has 12 separate accounts. <laughs> right? You say you know he has a separate account? No, he has, 12, no, he has 12 separate accounts, and he marked it helpful on every single one of them. Yes, yes. <laughs> Damn. I saw that, and I was like, what are we doing right now? Like, what are you talking about, dude? Are we playing the same game? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's pull another one here just for the hell of it, because uh, I know that we all, I mean, I guess I should have asked what everybody else is giving it, but I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure we're all in agreement that we'd give it, you know, 10s or 9.5s or something. I mean, were we in agreement before I go on? Oh, I'm I'm 10 out of 10 on this one. Yeah. yeah. Same, same. same. I, I feel the same. Uh, I, think this, I think this is the swan song for the PS4 for me. Yeah, this is this is like the best game. Shot. This is the last. Yeah, and as but I've watched a lot of gameplay for it, and it it looks That's amazing. Same. I'm not saying anything, but I, I don't think it beats this. You sure. need to try but it. I, uh, I, I, yeah, it's on my list. Here's another one here from JZYK93. 
poor writing and politics don't belong in video games. Druckmann can hang his hat up on this one, knowing he foobarred this one. I disagree, but 943 people of 1500 users found this helpful. So, so I think <laughs> How's that helpful. I think what's funny though is like people say this is political, right? When it's actually just, you know, oh, it's not, it's storytelling. Yes, they are making it political by commenting in a political manner, but there's nothing inherently political about this game. It's just telling stories from different viewpoints that you find weird or, you know, that you can't connect with. But there's nothing political about that. It's just, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if, if you're going to go off that, that to, to, to add on to what you're saying, I agree with you 100%. To add on to that, if you, I mean, you can take any piece of uh, entertainment and say this political under the guise of what this person's saying. You know, if something talks about, you know, uh, you know, ethnicities or, 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 you know, gender, any of that stuff, you can sit there and go, Oh, this is it's political. You're, you're jamming, you know, you know, uh, you know, women's, you know, issues down my throat, or you're jamming, you know, transgender stuff down my throat. You're jamming. What are you, what are you talking about? It's, it's storytelling. Like you said, it's like, maybe it doesn't resonate with you because you can't identify with that particular thing, but that doesn't mean it's political. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, sorry. No, yeah. go ahead. Joel, what are you going to say? They did the same thing with Captain Marvel. Um, yeah. so many people came out and said shit about it. I finally watched it and it was great. So I, I don't understand what people were bitching about. Oh, it's all, you're trying to make men look bad. It's like, shut the hell up. It's, it's a good movie and it's entertaining. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's always, I mean, not to, you know, but it's, it's generally guys that are getting upset about that. So, you know, it's like, I, I don't know. But, who haven't watched the movie probably. Yeah. Or, who or just, played the game. You know, or whatever. They just want to see Hulk smash some shit. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. see Hulk smash it. Uh, I'll read a couple more. I'm trying to find some that are really wanna, like, just ridiculous. I want to. I want to hear the one with the worst typo that you can find. With the worst typo, because <laughs> you, you know, because you know they are. I prepared. I, oh yeah, I wish I would have prepared by digging some up. I I wish I would have looked through, but it, it just hit me as we were talking about it toward the end of this. I was like, man, we should read some reviews for this because I know we we're high on it. But some people are just ridiculous with what how they feel about stuff like that. Totally unreasonable. Um, let me see if I can find one here as we're as we're moving along. Oh, oh let's see. Ta-ta-ta. I can't. Everybody has decent grammar that I'm seeing for the most part. I haven't seen one that was really bad as far as. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to search them out. I know they're there, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it would be, be, be fun to find one with terrible. Here's one I just found. It's really short. Awful game ever. No respect for last game. Do not waste money to buy this game. Nice. Awful game ever. How awful many people game. found that helpful? Most 737 awful. of 1233 found this helpful. What do you like? Why do people like like that stuff? Like this, that's not helpful at all. How is no, it? It, it doesn't really like explain anything. It doesn't explain no, why. It's not awful. telling you anything. It's yeah. hilarious. It makes me laugh though. So I love it. Ah, uh, this shit cracks me up. Because people, you know, when you go this into game. a game or a movie, have an open mind and just watch it. Watch it for what it is. But people go in with these prejudices, you know, the biases or whatever. They think it's going to be this way, and then they make it that way in their own mind. It's just the way. Well, they I think, I think the reason for this game getting such a backlash was like the first game centered around a white guy, so like you know you had a lot of 
white guys playing the game and then the second game is very much about a whole like everyone else and and so Mm -hmm. all those people that enjoyed the first game were like what the fuck you know i you know but like i mean not to say that's valid but i think that is probably part of the the reason for some of the backlash was like the the two games center on a very very different group of people you're probably right good that they do that you're probably right. Mm-hmm. That probably is how yeah, people are looking. That being the case. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I, I I can see that being the case. I don't know for sure, but I mean it's definitely plausible. Like you sure. you killed Joel and now you're gonna make me watch these girls this whole time, you know, and it's like, okay. Relax. <laughs> these, these these guys are these girls are way just as much or more badass than Joel was, you know. I mean, so Here's one for you from uh, Gifundi, and he's. They say, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, they say violence makes violence, but there is no moral choice for the player. He can't really understand that idea. The game really isn't optimized. I thought my PS4 would explode like some of Musk's rockets. The game says to you, remember, silly kid, women are the strongest beings in the galaxy. The traditional orientation is a really bad thing. And you, silly white man, must rate our game like 100-100. Bruh. What? <laughs> women are the toughest. Uh, no, but it's just all of these. Like, this doesn't even make a full no. coherent idea. Like, this person <laughs> just, it's like, they, you- it's like they were. Can you read the first uh, part of it again? Just the first sentence one more time. They say violence makes violence, but and then period, but there is no moral choice for the player. He yeah. can't really understand that idea. Well, I mean, and that's, you know, that's another, I guess that that was sort of one of my not criticisms, but just wondering like, you know, what, you know, what what would have happened if they had given us choices? But then Joel like sort of pointed out that this is not an RPG. That's just not the type of game that they play. That's not the type of game. The first game was so, you know, I mean, it's, if you were to change it to like more of a, like, um, until dawn type game or something like that, or man of Medan and gave you choice, but that's not the way this game is oriented. It's like, like, yeah, we can all agree. It's a story. It's, it's a heavy story driven game with, with, with some stealth mechanics and, and, and some third person fighting and stuff like that in there, you know, but at the core of this, this is a story they're telling, you know? Yeah. I mean, they were watching a movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the story that naughty dog wanted to tell us. Mm -hmm. So that's it. I'm totally okay with it. So, yeah, we'll see. Should we do one more? If I can find another, <laughs> I mean, well, let's pick out this person's comment one real quick before we go further, though. I mean, we talked about that part of it. They say the game isn't optimized. Okay, I thought my PS4 was going to explode. Okay, that has nothing to do with the game being optimized. That's just the way the PS4 is designed. Right. Yeah. It can't <laughs> when certain things are happening in games, any game for that matter. Especially if you have a base PS4. I have a pro and my shit sounds like an airplane yeah. ready to take off from the hangar yeah. when it hits certain things and the game is like ramping up and you're like, why is it doing this? I can't hear anything. Uh so yeah, that has that that throw that comment out the window, that part of it. Let's see here. The game says to you who remember silly kid, women are the strongest beings in the galaxy. The traditional orientation is really bad thing, and you, silly white man, must rate our game one hundred out of a hundred. Bruh. Women it's more are, of the gender stuff that they're talking about. It's like, what? Come on, man. Like, I, I'll go ahead, Joel. I'll let you take this, or or Ben, one of you guys. No, go ahead, Joel. 
No, I was going to say women are the strongest. That's all there is to it. Boom. They can endure pain there better than us. They're mm-hmm. more mature. Um, I mean, I'm just a child still in a 50-year-old yeah. body. <laughs> My wife is very much an adult. <laughs> She's way stronger than me. But but this well, but this is talking about what we were talking about earlier about like how like like what Ben was saying about you know like people trying to make it something out of some out of they're trying to make something out of something that is not you know what I mean they're trying to turn it into a, a gender thing just like with like Captain Marvel turned into a gender thing and sure some of that was in there obviously but to take it and and pull it out and extrapolate that and make it into something bigger as a negative point. Like what are we doing? I don't. I like this. This reviewer talks as though the game disparages guys in any way, and it never, it, it never says anything negative about men. It just no. the attention. It's like we're just not the center of attention in this, and that's the problem for some people. Is like, mm, but sounds like some other things we're dealing with in the real world. But I wanted a man to be the mm. center of attention. You know, it's like yeah, come yeah, on, that just, kind come of. on, like to just yeah. Let's, Who gives a shit? Let's let as someone else. Let's let someone else have a spotlight. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. I don't want to scream out "All lives matter" and let's call it yeah. and, and let's let's talk about that. Exactly. Now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, that's yeah. not what the message is, dude. Like, come on. And it, it's funny because, like, you know, this is all political, right? And we wouldn't be right. ta- we wouldn't be talking about any of this if it wasn't for his review. So yes. it's, you know, <laughs> we would just be talking about the game. <laughs> yeah it's so true well you know but i thought it'd be funny to bring that up like what are we talking about yeah i don't i don't uh, care who you're protesting uh as long as the right, game is right. good and it tells a good story that's all that matters to me yeah but you're normal <laughs> <laughs> the world is full of uh, crazy the people that are not even close to being normal that's true what are we, like yeah did, like you know it's like I wonder, did people get this upset about Horizon Zero Dawn or like you know like yeah I mean I don't I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I could pull more, but I guess I'll leave yeah. that. We'll let uh Gifundi or whatever his name is or her name is. We'll let them have the last word on that. Uh, and start wow. a sentence with. There's uh, more though. There's like. So- yeah, <laughs> they say violence makes violence. But it was like it's just yeah. <laughs> Uh, people are upset about violence i mean come on son like what did you expect with the first this is a horror game like yeah right that would be like like me getting mad that resident evil is too scary like i mean (laughs) (laughs) or sekiro's too hard or whatever yes it's what you're getting that's what you're paying for there's too many army killers in call of duty Shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and as I'm looking through more of these, it's like the, the same complaints just keep popping up about like political stuff, or that the story just wasn't good, or you know, the story is good, like the, it wasn't good. Like this person, Sky Arch, says, "Holy God, the story was so god awful. I waited seven years for this. I wanted to quit so many times throughout the Abbey Abbey line, completely devoid of any of of an interesting or satisfying plot the graphics were okay and the gameplay was the same as always which does get old solid use of destroying all character development 
from the previous game and forgetting to develop characters in this one. What are you talking about? It's, I do I, not suggest buying this game if, if not only for the graphics, which they said in earlier in their same review that uh, the graphics were just okay. So why bring it up at the end as if they were great? This person is out of their mind. Contradicting themselves. <laughs> I, will, I will say, you know, one, because we haven't really talked about criticisms of the game at all. Sure. Um, and I know yeah. we're trying to wrap up here, but just, no, I don't want to end on a bad note or anything, but you know, it. I will say that, the gameplay on these games does get a little bit like, okay, I'm like, let's move, let's further the story a little more. Cause I'm, I want to find out what happens next. And I'm tired of like looting things and sneaking up on people and stuff. I think they balanced it a lot better in this game than they did the first game um, with, oh, with, sure. with the story and stuff. But, but yeah, it does kind of wear on you after, after a bit. Um, I'll agree with you on that from the standpoint of like, I felt like when that, when it came to a section where I had to sneak around clickers again, I was like, I just want to keep going. I'm almost to this fucking Ferris wheel. Let me just finish what I'm doing or let me do some, I'd rather have some environmental puzzles or something like that. than having to sneak on these fucking clickers again and then trying to find enough supplies. So that probably be my only complaint that I really had was there were times when I just wanted to get to the next good story beat and I have to deal with like, going really slow like i would have had this game done maybe a week or more sooner if it wasn't for so much of the sneaking but that's a huge part of what this game is it's a lot of it's a lot of um um i can't think of think of the word but it's a lot of sneaking and stuff you know so it it slows the gameplay down for you which is fine but when i'm playing late at night and i want to kind of keep banging through some stuff something like this it sucks because i don't want to keep slowing down to kill these clickers or sneak around them and stuff so yeah, I yeah, I agree. I mean, it but you know, that I think that's a really very small gripe. very small gripe. I I don't want to blow that up more than it is cuz I still thought it was an amazing game. I just if I were to complain about one thing, it would maybe be, you know, maybe add one more element like you said like a puzzle or something, you know, just yeah. to, And there was a few of those. They weren't deep or anything. It wasn't Tomb Raider deep or anything like that. It was just like, "Oh, I need to turn this generator on. How do I get this cord over there? Throw it over this fence or drag it down here and then unplug this other one, you know, that stuff like that. It was pretty easy stuff with a little bit of trial and error. You figured out what to do, but, um, but yeah, once again, if you're coming to this game for certain things, know, know what you're getting. I mean, no one's going to pizza hut trying to get burgers and fries. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, it's not, that's not what it is. So some people need to like realize what they're getting before they go after it, you know, instead of trying to review bomb something that they were expecting to be something more and it wasn't. It's like, well, maybe your expectations are trash and you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, with that said, yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. And I've, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. What I think every, what everyone is not entitled to is to review bomb shit and try and like drag the sales down and stuff like that. But that's, that's become pretty easily recognizable now. Like, okay. Now, obviously this is not a 20% game. Yeah. And nobody has to agree with us on this. I mean, I'm sure some people just didn't find the game just didn't, you know, didn't click with them. And that's fine. Um, there have been games like that for me that friends of mine have like loved something. And I'm like, yeah, it was okay for me. It just wasn't, it just wasn't for me. Sometimes it can be when I play a game, you know, like some people might not be into this game because of what was going on with COVID and all that yeah. stuff, you know, and you're quarantined inside and all this stuff. It's like, you got this, you know, got BLM stuff happening and riots and, and not riots, but, um, you know, um, protests protests and all that stuff thank you and different things happening in the real world and so there was worry before this game came out that some people wouldn't be in a mental place that they wanted to deal with some of this heavy stuff like this and so that can affect your 
review of a game or how you feel about it, where if you had watched that movie or played that game under different circumstances, maybe you liked it a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Some people are just oh. a cancer. Oh, no. Just oh, it's such a big and everything. Yeah. Well, say that again. I said some people are like cancer. You know, they're just all negativity. They just go into something and all they have to do, all they want to do is destroy it. You know, they want to just say negative things and spread their negativity around the net or whatever. It's like, shut yeah. the hell up. On the reverse of that, to play devil's advocate, some people don't have enough to to be able to look at something and go, "Oh, that wasn't that was bad," you know, in a, or I just didn't enjoy that. This is and this is why they'll just like everything. Man, <laughs> I got a buddy where I'll ask him about stuff, and everything he tells me is like, oh, "I loved it. I loved it." It's like I want to hear about something you don't like for once. Like I want to hear <laughs> your real review of something you don't enjoy. But he likes everything, so I'm just like, okay, this is. I want to hear this. You got to not like something. Let's hear this. Let's have this conversation. But yeah, but people do like to shit on things. So yeah, yeah, it's whatever, whatever, man. I enjoyed it. I love this game. I give it a 10 out of 10. Definitely play it. Make sure you're in the right headspace to play it because it is, it is very dark. Uh, If you have not played it, uh, a lot of, a lot of killing, a lot of brutal deaths. I mean, you're sneaking up on people, stabbing them in the throat with knives, uh, blowing people up here and there. Uh, Very emotional game. I loved it though. It was great, great bit of storytelling. I look forward to the the TV show they're making on HBO. That yeah, is still in the works. Um, that that excites me thoroughly. Joel, how do you feel about it? Your last words. What do you think? I also, feeling? I also feel like it's. I feel good. I feel like it's a ten out of ten for me. I mean, I just loved it. I thought the storytelling was amazing. Um, they got us to see two different perspectives, maybe even a third on a small scale, you know, for the scars. Um, I don't know. I just, I just thought everything was done so well. And yeah, maybe some of the stuff might've gotten a little bit repetitive sometimes, but that didn't stop me from enjoying the overall experience, which was incredible in my opinion. Yeah. So with repetitive stuff, you don't have that in the game anyway. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's going to happen. It's absolutely. But I also didn't think that it was, um, that the game mechanics were the same as the last one. I mean, they had added a lot of, they added some new stuff. I mean, you could jump. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, the, the five. Yeah, her jump was garbage, by the way. Her jump was so trash. I was like, yeah. come on, man. Like, she can barely jump. I fell in a hole a couple times trying to jump across gaps because I just jumped from, I thought I was like, oh, I'm going to make this jump. She can make this. Ellie's athletic. Nope. Fall in a hole <laughs> right. and die. Broke my damn neck. Like, Ellie, come on now. We got to do some squats before we do this next time. When you get back to the camp, back to Jackson, you need some squats, girl, and stop stop fucking around. You know? <laughs> it's like, what are we doing, man? You get with Jesse. Y'all better work it out, man. She jumps like you Dina. and falls. It's like. Yeah. And one last gripe, too, was like the fact that Dina, when once we found out she's pregnant, she took a turn and went super south on that shit. Like, it was like she was like in the last trimester, in the third trimester or something. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden. She just turned into a pile of mush, which is fine. I I, I, I want to say this. I'm a man. I don't know how that shit feels and whatever, but I feel like that shit was accelerated for the sake of storytelling. You know what I mean? I agree. All of a sudden, she was, she was no good. She was no good to Ellie. She was just like, I got to lay down. I got to lay here. And you look at her stomach and you're like, is something happening? Is, that, is there like a complication what's going on? <laughs> and then it's like... She just lay in there, you know, and she was out for like a good couple of chapters, you know. I was like, shit, like 
They accelerate that shit for the sake of the story. Still out that window too, so. Oh, that's right. Okay, I do. I, I do think back. it's kind of bullshit that she fell down like three stories and went on to kill some motherfuckers. But Ellie falls. <laughs> Ellie falls off one story and dies. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she, she falls off of, of a off of a shed roof. Yeah, this, and you this. die. You're the, you. I'm looking, I'm looking down like I can totally make this jump and I fall and die. Yeah. It's like what? The yeah, fuck? yeah. I just watched no my girlfriend fall off three stories and make it. So. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, that, that stuff is ridiculous, though. It, it's. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I mean, I'm not knocking anything, and I'm not definitely not knocking anybody who's pregnant as, as far as, uh, you know, how their toughness or something like that. That is not in question. I'm just saying it seemed really funny how how Dina just took a, a nosedive as far as being part of the team. As soon as we realized she's pregnant, all of a sudden it's like, you know, I get morning sickness or something like that, but she was just done for like three, four chapters or something like that. And it was just out. And and, and you're like, what, what, <laughs> yeah. what's happening? Like storyteller, tell me something. But yeah, yeah I hear that. that. Was, it was just funny. It was just funny. It was just funny to me. That's all. I mean, my wife, she had two kids, you know, and uh, when she was pregnant, she was still active. She wasn't suddenly just lying in the bed all the time. So I don't know, but who knows? Yeah. Right, right. Mine are great. Yeah. Not, yep, not a grab at all. Just, I thought it was funny. I just thought it was funny as well. <laughs> where they, they, where they, where they told that part of the story. I was like, where, where, why, can, you, can we still go? Can we we got to go. Where are we going? Anyway, funny stuff. Um, Anything else, you guys, uh, that comes to mind you want to throw out there real quick before we wrap it up? No. no, nothing. Okay, fair enough. Well, uh, if you enjoyed this episode of Glitch Therapy, feel free to hit us up, uh, glitchtherapy at gmail.com if you want to write into the show, talk about anything that you uh, it, you enjoyed about The Last of Us 2 or The Last of Us 1 for that matter, uh, your thoughts on it, maybe things that you enjoyed, didn't enjoy, your hopes for the next game if they make another one. Um, we'll be, we'd love to read them on the show or, or comment to that and talk about it on the next ep- uh, full episode of Glitch Therapy. Otherwise, um, yeah, we, we're going to wrap it up. And uh, thanks for tuning in. That was Joel Gao and Ben DuPay for SideQuest number 109, episode one, number 109. So, yeah, hope you enjoyed it, guys. Oh, everybody take care. Hold on. Oh, you got something? Follow me on Twitch, Benzilla987. Boom. Sorry, that's there bad. it is. Oh, you're good. I was just giving them the short outro, but you know, you want to toss it in there. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, game on. And uh, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Glitch Therapy. You guys t- take it easy and uh, have a juicy gaming week. Game on. Game on. Game on.